It's a circus, bro. Yeah. You know what I like to think the media is? You know, if you go back to the Coliseum when they created that for when they could have, you know, gladiators fighting animals and each other and everything else. Yeah. That was created as a distraction so that the slaves wouldn't get unruly. Yeah. It gave them a place where they could let out their energy. The media, sports in our world, same thing. Yeah. It's where we can, you know, get distracted by, by something and not realize how much we're getting fucked. Yeah. Crazy. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of Trash Talks. Joining me this week, my buddy, Chad Silby. What's up, dude? What's going on? Uh, uh, nothing much, man. Just uh, having you on. Got some crazy things to talk about. A lot of crazy things going on in the world. And uh, yourself, you've lived a pretty interesting life. Got a yeah, I've been interesting some stories. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Went through some shit. Well, sure. yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, known each other a little while, friend of a friend, and friend uh, of a friend. Yeah, and uh, yeah. I mean, let's, I mean, let's get right into. I mean, one of the most prolific things. Not a lot of, not a lot of other people doing in their life. Um, yeah, you robbed some banks in in your life, huh? Yeah, I, I can say I've robbed a few banks in my yeah. life. And, it, uh, it's up there. What like was it like four? Three. Three? Okay. Uh. Okay. Yeah, I got you. Um, Yeah, interesting experience, you know. Um, Kind of uh, was at a point in my life where I just didn't give a fuck. Yeah, I I would assume that would lead to uh, doing whatever you want. If I tell you what led me to do it, you'd really laugh. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you ever seen the commercial because this was years ago, but Allstate, which was a bank, used to have a commercial uh, where you take a piece of the rock. Yeah. And I'll never forget, dude, I was lying on the couch one day, just like in disarray. And I was doing a lot of bad shit in life at the time. I was hanging around with bad people, um, you know, engaging in drugs here and there and shit. And I saw that commercial and I was like, you know, Mont, I think I can do this. What was the commercial? Just uh, was wait. So you're saying a bank did a commercial? Yeah, I got to know about the commercial. What was going on in it? Like, it was an all-state commercial. They used to have this thing where like you take a piece of the rock, you know. And I was like, I'm gonna take a piece of the rock. <laughs> that was it. And I, you know, I was into bad shit. I was I had weapons, and uh, I was like, I'm gonna do this. Just a piece so of I the rock. So I did ro- it. Yeah. Yeah. And then I realized after the first one, I was like, Jesus. This was way too easy. <laughs> well, they don't assume that most people will do that. So yeah. they don't really have protocols for it. Basically, they just want you out of there as fast as possible to make sure that nobody gets hurt. Yeah. And now I wasn't trying to hurt anybody. Yeah. I was just looking for money, you know. Um, yeah, actually, in one of them, I, I'll never forget it. This old lady was there on the counter. And she just got a ton of money from the bank. And she slid it over to me. And I was like... I slid it back to her, and I was like, I don't want your money. I want theirs. Yeah, I feel you, bro. You know? And um, 
I remember the reports on it after after the fact when I was locked up, reading about it. They were saying, "Oh, he was such a nice man," and I'm yeah. like, "I kind of was a nice dude. I wasn't trying to hurt anybody. It was all for show, really, just to get in there and get my shit." But it was, it was. To, let's be real. It was fucking stupid, mm-hmm. you know. And it wasn't worth eight years of my life. Yeah, you know, because yeah, uh, the money is. Yeah, I made some money, but. I assume you wasn't worth eight years of your life. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, you know? I assume they got theirs back. You know, it. Uh, no, it no? doesn't work that way. Doesn't work that way. <laughs> no, well, I think FDICs are insured up to two hundred fifty thousand. Yeah, so you just do so, your time. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Oh. That's just basically how it is. But the real fucked up part of it is when you go into jail for something like that, you're a fucking hero. Yeah, I know, cause that's yeah, cause it really is. It's the movie thing, man. It's like yeah. everybody's in there for freaking. What'd you do, man? I knocked over the freaking candy thing and and punched a cashier. Yeah, and like, then there's that. Yeah, it's it, it's crazy, man. And now I look back thinking about some <laughs> that shit that I did, and I, I kind of just shake my head, like I don't believe I did that. Yeah. I'm not surprised with the people saying the nice thing, though. You know anything about the another bank robbery, the old Stockholm Syndrome, the original case with that? Yeah, yeah. I find it funny because the people who, from that situation, are still in contact with that guy. Like, they they keep up. They write each other and stuff. Like, they talk about Stockholm Syndrome. And the people who it was named after, they're, they're so defensive. They're like, you have no idea how nice this guy Listen, is. Listen, I had people <laughs> writing me that I had no fucking clue who they were while I was locked up. Yeah? They just... That was part of it? Or? No, they were just writing me as fans. Just fans. I yeah. was just, I don't know. It's kind of crazy world in there. Yeah. And like uh, everybody comes in, you know, they want to see what you're in there for and shit. Well, I mean, it's like, you know, it's a daydream of everybody, you know, like everybody's thought of doing it at some point. I yeah. mean, not intensely, but I would recommend not to do that. It's good advice. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I haven't I, yet. <laughs> and I can tell you that banks don't carry money anymore. Yeah. It's different now. If yeah. You have I was a talking bank account, you got money in there, try to get like five grand out of them. They'll be like, oh, you got to come back next, you know, they just, that's happened so many times that they just figured out, just don't carry money. Yeah, exactly. This Uh, was something my buddy was asking me. He was saying, like, does this go on anymore? Could it go on anymore? Or probably not on the scale. I think what you most see is the people who are really like drug addicts. Yeah. They go in handing the note thing, you know. The movie thing. Yeah. What they think. Yeah. And maybe they'll get two hundred dollars or something, and then run out of there. And now they're on camera because they went in there with a hat. You know, it's it's yeah. it's just it's foolishness to be. Honest. Yeah, it's a lot of desperation. Like one of the last ones I reported on, like the old guy, they gave him too much money or something. He's like, no, I really just need this much for yeah. like like he was just sick or something. It was just you know, it's desperate people a lot of the time. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. Well, it used to, it used to. I mean, at least you get something out of it. Uh, one thing I, somebody uh, asked me, because um, I just, I brought, I've been bringing this up to people just, because I mean, everybody's had this on their mind, so it's easy to get a variety of questions. Like you bring somebody up like, oh, I'm having somebody on to discuss uh, this economical situation. Nobody's got an opinion, but everybody's right. got a question for this. They've right. watched oh, yeah. shows. Like, they, oh, you yeah. know, they, they, yeah, they wonder. So um, one of the things, uh, is this all teller like interactions? Like this is all front of the house or anything? Or was there ever anyone um, in I went in or? last with a gun. Yeah. Um, I dealt with the tellers. I tried not to deal with the manager. Yeah. Just because I knew from people that I knew in my life that the managers have different training than the tellers. Mm -hmm. And usually, usually if you go in there 
and you're dealing with the manager, they're going to give you die packs and they're going to give you, you know, sound alarm, all that shit. But most of the time they're trained just to get you out of there. You know, they want you in and out of there as soon as possible. Yeah. Whatever. They're not going to risk it if they don't have to. Right. Um, I was in and out within two minutes. Just dealt with tellers. It was, it was easy. Yeah. It was pretty much as straightforward as you could possibly. Yeah. Mask, gun, Give me the cash, gone. Yeah. 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 So Nobody got hurt. None of that jazz. No, I've always I'm heard. I'm sure it. I scared the shit out of some people yeah. just by being there with a, with a, a weapon. But, yeah. you know. I know. I've had this I've had this conversation. Um, I, uh, it's kind of weird to talk about this. I just. Yeah, I don't know how often you do it. I, I don't. Yeah. I don't. It's kind of a, a part of my life that I put away a long time ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know. You know. It's uh, well, like I said, you don't got to talk about anything you don't want to no, on here. No, it's just, I, I mean, everyone's curious, man. Yeah, I'm sure they're curious. I just, I just don't want to yeah. come off as bragging about this because I'm no, really I know what not you proud mean. of it, to be honest. Yeah, no, I feel you. I, to be clear, I life. asked you to come on here. No, no, you no, didn't. Yeah, you weren't that. pushing to do this. I'm saying for anyone listening, yeah, this isn't yeah. something you're trying to show off. This is this guy's not coming in here all braggadocious. Look what I did. It's something I heard, and I was like, dude. Sorry, that's the movie thing. It's cool to me. Yeah, uh, yeah, you don't it. have to be proud of it. it, and I get why you're not. But everybody else is, wants to live vicariously. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I do. I do get that part of it. I do. Yeah, I it's understand. like. I mean, even still, I mean, it had to be like a huge rush. Like, I mean, there's a reason you it went was back a the second time. Rush. Yeah, it was a rush, and that's what made me keep doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, and it was, it was crazy, man. <laughs> I walked yeah. out of there. I was like, <sighs> I was like, holy shit, you know. And it's like. I'm sitting home watching on TV the news report about the bank that I just robbed. And I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. You know? I know. That's me. I know. I'm like, yeah, shit. Nah, it was stupid. I couldn't imagine. Yeah. I, How I got I caught was just the stupidest thing ever. Yeah, because you didn't actually, you no, really didn't get caught. I didn't caught. get caught. Yeah. I, I made the mistake of, of confessing to somebody about it at a weak moment. And um, they ended up getting in trouble. And they offered me up because they were threatening their kids to take our kids. And, you know, like, whatever. I don't have any hard feelings about it. Yeah, it's somebody coming between them and their kids. Yeah, I get it. I get why they did it, you know. And whatever, I did what I did. I paid for what I did. Yeah. So that's why I don't mind talking about it because it's like I paid. I paid for it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you did. I walked the walk. And uh, that's that. But, you know, I wouldn't recommend it, folks, because uh, yeah. it's a rough time. Yeah, it's definitely not worth, you know, freaking yeah, 50 of your life. life. It's no. or longer. Definitely right? not. Or not longer. No, that's less. Like what? Like well, 10 I of your t- life? I don't know. I took Something. a deal. Yeah. I, I pled out. Yeah. Because if I would have went to trial and lost, it was 18 minimum. Yeah. That's so you just said it was Robert. me, you got me. and I just pled out to the... To the felonies. Yeah. And I mean, that's you know. that's really how the court system's set up. And I mean, it works in your case. It works in your case. Like, boy, let's not hold up the court system for something I did. Let's right. just get this out of the way. I'll take I'll take the rap. But it sucks for people when they didn't do something and they're like, listen, you could fight this. And Well, let's you know, be frank. Yeah. I could have fought it. They yeah. didn't really have anything on me except for her confession. Yeah. And that isn't really a lot when yeah. you're talking about the crimes that I had. But the the problem is, is the system is whacked because yeah. when you get arrested, right, the most fucked up shit happened. What? You, you would not believe this, right? Yeah. So 
I was I was selling some narcotics at the time. Yeah. Okay. I was going to the strip joint on the bridge at the time. I was about to leave my door. I opened my door. There was a detective there with yeah. another guy, right? And I recognized this dude. I used to play billiards with him years ago. So he knew me. And I'm like, hey, Bob. And he's like, hey. And he caught me off guard because I was on my way out. And he's like, hey, man, um, somebody, you know, we have at the station. We want to have a talk, this and that. And I'm like, I'm like, am I under arrest or something? Yeah. He's like, no, 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 no. He's like, we just want to help explain something. So I'm like, all right, man. I wanted, I wanted them out of my house. So I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. So him and this guy bring me to the police station. Now, what I don't know is like 12 people come to my house right after that. Yeah, and just raided My the dad's there. Yeah. All right, but this was my grandmother's house, and she passed. So me and my dad were living there. Now, they come in, and they tear the place apart while I'm at the police station. Yeah. So I'm at the police station. I get in there. They bring me in this room. There's a big table like this. Yeah. The guy, two guys in suits come in. They're feds. I don't know this, but they're feds. Yeah. All right. And Bob sits down over here and he says, he said something. And then the, the other guy in the suit put this brown bag on the table. And I'm like, oh, what'd you bring? Chinese? <laughs> you know, I was just making a joke. Yeah. And this one pops out his ID, says, I'm agent so-and-so from the FBI. He said, we want to know what you did with the money from the banks. And I sat back in the chair, and I said to him, am I under arrest? And he said, I don't like liars or something like that. Yeah. And I repeated, I said, am I under arrest? Why about shit, yeah. And Bob said, no. I said, all right, I'm out of here. So I got up and I walked out of the room. By the time I got home, there was feds all over the house. They were tearing through everything. Now, this wasn't something that I just did, so there was nothing there. Yeah, of course. Except in my closet in my room, I had a gun. It wasn't, well, it might have been loaded. I don't, I'm not sure anyway, at the time. Anyway. I don't know what the legality on that is. Um, Probably worse if it's loaded, I'm assuming, the way you're saying it. I don't really know. I think it was. Yeah. It was It was in a case. But I'm saying but the legality-wise, it's worse if it's loaded. I forget. I don't really. Yeah. I should know. I just yeah. took the freaking course. It I had a full know. clip. It was a 45. Yeah. Anyway. So they take that. I had like six ounces of weed in the dryer. Yeah. Um, and they they take this. Now, I'm on the couch. My father's on this couch. I'm on the couch. six ounces? The TV on. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Not even a real significant. Well, I guess right. actually for when this was. So the the, the guy, yeah, the, the, the feds taking it, put it in a bag. They're taking my cigarette butts, putting it in a bag. They, they took all kinds of wires and stuff from the kitchen, all, all kinds of shit. So at the end, I stood up. I'm like, am I under arrest? He said, nope. They took all the shit and left. Now, I think I got arrested November 22nd, 2000, uh, 1998. Okay. That, that, I think, was the day. So this is seven days before that. Okay? That's what happens. They leave my house. My father's looking at me. No. My father's a whole nother deal, uh, which is probably why I ended up in this engaged behavior, because of his lifestyle. But 
you know, he's looking at me laughing like, kid, what did you fucking, what the fuck yeah. did you do? I'm so like, he, he yeah, wasn't aware at all. probably not a conversation we should have right now. Yeah. So. At this point, he wasn't aware at all. Like not even. No. Yeah. This was completely to yourself except yeah, this one girl. I didn't tell, I didn't tell anybody what I yeah. did. You know, and my father wasn't around because he was actually locked up for like 30 days for something in New Jersey and each county would hold him for 30 days. And and if New Jersey didn't come get him, they had to let him go. But they could do it once in every county. So they did it in Plymouth. They did it in Bristol. They did it in another one. And he just got out. So he had no idea what was going on. And I'm sitting there to myself and I'm like, all right, why did they not arrest me? They just came in my house and took a gun. They came in my house and took marijuana, and they just left. They just want to see what you can do? Because they didn't really have anything that that was from that, because that gun wasn't the one that yeah. I used. So, so if they, they fuck left. it up, they're only getting you so on I'm having s- a gun right. or something. Yeah. So I'm sitting there saying to myself, what the hell is going on? I'm like, they must be watching me and thinking I'm going to do something again. And I'm like, nah, I'm all done at this point. I'm like... I, I moved away from that. I'm like, I'm going to take my, my hits and run, yeah, basically. Exactly. What else would you so do? So I'm like, okay, they're probably going to come back and arrest me. So I'm just sitting there waiting with my father. I'm like, hey, this, is, this, is, this might happen. I don't know. So I don't hear nothing from him. Okay, I'm still hanging with the people I know, you know, doing my thing. A week later, Friday morning, 9 o'clock, they wake me up. And they arrest me, Right. And they hit me with felonies, mass time robbery. There was like 17 of them when I went to court. Um, so they locked me up. I go I go to, uh, what was the first place I went to? It wasn't Dartmouth. I think they brought me to the other one, Ash Street, at first. Okay. And uh, then they moved me to Dartmouth. So I'm sitting in there. Now, within your first 14 days, they have what's called a bail hearing, which is where they measure your risk to to society and you know do a bail now prior to this i had no record dude yeah right so this doesn't really fit the mold for somebody doing that that kind of behavior and so i like attorneys wanted like a hundred grand dude yeah insane to defend me yeah so i'm like my mother's like my mother doesn't think that i could possibly do something like that yeah so she's like ready to put her house up and everything and yeah, i'm like exactly. just chill now i said let's go to the bail hearing and see what happens so i got this attorney who's representing me and i go to the bail hearing and you know he's like oh he's uh you know he's got ties to the community he's got a son this and that and i'm like yeah i said this is not what i wanted you to say bro i because because like to me the most important yeah. aspect of everything was that they came to my house, they raided my house, they took all that shit, and I didn't go anywhere. Yeah. Okay? And then you arrested me a week later from my bedroom. Yeah. Now, the attorney that was representing me didn't listen to anything I said. He said the total opposite. Then I got up and tried to speak. The judge told me to shut up. Wait, what, what, so what did he say? How did he describe it? Well, he, he was like, he didn't, like, I told him when we were sitting there everything that happened. I said, listen, they took this, this, and this from my house. All these feds came in. A week later, they didn't arrest me. Why? I have no idea. Because that would have been insane if the public knew that they did all that and they didn't arrest me. Yeah. And then they come back a week later, and then they're telling that the, the whole thing that the guy was saying was that I was a flight risk, that I'm going uh, to run. 
Oh yeah, and yeah. I'm like, you've been there. Yeah, I'm exactly. like, where so, am I gonna go? Yeah, I'm like, you arrested me for your my own bedroom guys a week doing after. This? Yeah, he's arguing you're a flight risk. What the fuck? No, 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 no. He he was just like, oh, he's a pillar of the community. He he has a son. Oh, and you just wanted to, to say like, I've already I'm like, proven I'm not going anywhere. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And I'm All saying right. to him, and I'm trying to talk to him, and the and he won't look at me. And I was like, hey, listen, judge. And he's like, and you can't talk. And then they took me out. And then they set my bail at 150 grand. And I'm like, then the lawyer comes back to talk to me. I said, dude, get the fuck away from me. I, I went off on him, dude, yeah. that thing. Like, I was in the cell in the courthouse, and I was just, like, wanting to kill him. Yeah. I was like, dude, you didn't say anything I want. Just get away from me. I don't care. Whatever. Just go. Yeah. So then I was at Dartmouth for a year and a half. Yeah. Waiting trial. Seriously, I mean, it's just ridiculous. How <laughs> That's what they doing. did. That's how they pushed me in. With nothing on you except for the fact that you don't have 150 exactly. grand to it. Yeah, exactly. So, so finally, and uh, the attorney I had, he kept pushing me to go to the plea. Yeah. And I'm like, really? It really, they always push you to He do was the showing plea. me like evidence, and I'm like, oh, that car. I was like, did anybody find that car supposedly that I was in? Because they said I had some girl's Mustang when I was doing it. I said, well, do, is there anybody that reports that they saw that car? He said, no. I said, well, then what the fuck are you even showing this for? Because I wasn't in the car. Yeah. For, for the first year, he, he wanted me to admit that I did it, and I wouldn't. Yeah. Because I was trying to see where he was at, if he, this guy was going to actually represent me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So finally, after talking to my mother for a while, I just, I just said, fuck it. I'm going to take the deal. It was 8 to 12. I'll do my time. Because if I yeah. lose, I'm looking at 18 plus for each Mass time robbery, and I'm like, I'm not doing this. Yeah, no, that's a lot. You really, don't you know what I'm saying? So whatever, took that. I already had my year and a half in. I went upstate, did all the time, bunch of areas, and got out and uh, never looked back, man. Yeah. Well, uh, you know? I mean, you didn't just get out right away. There's eight years in between there. Yeah, it was a long time, man. A lot of a uh, little bit of a blur. I hear, um, I hear when you look back, especially on something that I assume is a. Probably one of the most repetitive things while also being like fresh every day. I assume it's a little bit of chaos in there, but <laughs> you still have your routines to wear out. Um, does it get blurry? Like, does it seem like one big chunk? Uh, or you get numb after a while, but at first you don't, you don't really, yeah. you don't really focus outside the wall anymore. It, it takes about a year or two, but after that you stop thinking about what's going on outside the wall. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the things that pains me the most about that is my mom came to visit me every week, bro, for eight years. And that kind of killed me. Yeah. Um, honestly, that was the hardest part of doing time. Yeah, just, just seeing I mean, here. when I say, like, every week, it was every week. Unless yeah. I had gotten to some shit and I was locked up in a hole and I couldn't have a visit. She was there. And yeah. it's like, that, that was crazy. Yeah, it's got to be tough. I mean, you know. You know. Yeah, it's it's like But that was my yeah. really my contact outside the wall. Um other than that, you're just in there doing your thing. You know, it's like everything else, you know, you 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 got your counts every day. Yeah. There's like four or five counts. I forget how many. I just I don't know. I think it's like four. It's basically counts to see that that, that the population is still in prison. Yeah, of course. You know, yeah. because years ago they only used to have like two counts a day, but they were killing people in Walpole and setting them up in different positions in their cell, and they wouldn't figure out they were dead For until days. they really started smelling. Yeah. So then they had to do other counts where you got to stand and, you know, face them and all this shit. Dude, I even see, like, I remember there's this video. Um, 
like took out a dude right in front of everybody, dragged him into the cell, and it was still just hours as no one had questions. Like you just see like yeah. the camera footage, they just stopped fast forwarding. It's like plenty of people just turned away, act like it didn't happen, and then it was just hours um, in between. Yeah, it's a different. Um, there's a different set of rules in there, dude. Yeah, I assume. To be honest, like um, everything's about respect. You know what I mean? Um, the you know there's a there's a race issue there. You know, like, um, you know, people usually stay with their own and that's that. I've heard. But yeah. to be honest with you, there's more respect between people of different cultures and race in there than there is out here. Yeah. Because, um, you know, you could get killed in there, bro, for stepping on the back of somebody's shoe while you're in line. Yeah. So everyone's a lot more conscious of each other. Um, Very much so. Yeah. Like, you don't reach over the table while somebody's eating in there. You could get fucking stabbed. Yeah. You know, and shit like that's a reality. And like, you know, there's people in there that are really calm and collective, but you have no idea how much of a monster they are Yeah. until you see them out here. There's people in there that belong in there. Yeah. I'm going to be straight with you. And for some reason, when they get out of there, they just can't, they can't deal with reality in this life. When they're in there, they're calm, collective. They just do their routine. Yeah. And as long as you don't fuck with them, they're cool. But they got nothing to lose because they're doing first degrees and they're never getting out. Yeah. But it's it it's just a it it took me a while to grasp the different reality that's in there and the different set of rules that you have to follow. And once you get in the rhythm of that, it's just a matter of time. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's uh from from the opposite perspective. Um, speaking of kind of what you said, of just some people need to be in there. My father. Uh, that uh, political compass test or whatever he took it not that long ago, and I was surprised to see he. Uh, he seems like a pretty conservative dude, but he's he's a mixed bag, you know. And uh, he, he sound like he he, he, sound, he from the way he talks, you'd think he's just like a Fox News conservative. But he ended up coming out pretty far to the left, and I was surprised. And it got us talking more about like certain subjects and that. But that was one of the things he was saying, and this is uh, one of the um, more so uh, arguments he says for needing some kind of uh, law-abiding government or something. Uh, he was saying some people do just like are just better off outside the system. Whether he was saying it, whether it was welfare or whether mm -hmm. it was in prison, he's like, there's just certain people who do not need to be participating in society. And if we can just yeah. give them a little money to get the fuck out of the way, it's better for everyone. Yeah, yeah, that's a fact. And, you know, I'd like to take that test because I really don't think that I identify with any yeah. political, whether it's conservative liberal I, I i don't think i follow yeah. any of those categories i don't think i fit within them i think i fall into different ones with different ideals and yeah. I, don't, I don't know i don't think they have one for me man i like that video i was just playing you uh it's just convenient terms uh to to put ourselves yeah. in these categories but really you, you can have your own bucket of ideas even if there's not a name for it you, right yeah. right and you I, should it means you've thought about things yeah oh, i've i've had plenty of time to think about a lot of things bro <laughs> Um, and I've always read a lot, you know, yeah. and, um, you know, I, I believe that if we're going to go into that politics or I don't yeah. really like politics, but oh, we don't have to. <laughs> actually just life, man. If, if you think about it, um, did, yeah. we live under a set of rules and guidelines that is just such a fucking mess yeah. and the people in power don't have to follow them. Just we do. Oh yeah. They're rules for us. You know, Absolutely. It, you know, you talked about that book, 1984, when I was in college and I read that, I read that thing like five times. Yeah. And, you know, it was coming from an author at the time that had to be very creative at what he was saying because he could get killed. Yeah. 
he was in a society that wouldn't accept people talking about the government like that. Yeah. But the way he did it, and the way you did the double speak and all this, you know, uh, I, I found that book very revealing into what our life is today. Yeah, almost prophetic. It almost is. Yeah. And it's a shame that we're actually entering that. But, and, and people are just so zombified, well, brainwashed, they, uh, yeah. whatever you want to call it. They just, they, they're just participating without even questioning it's it's insane what I'm seeing around me. I'm actually I'm I hate to see the people who aren't questioning and stuff and you know like referring to them as zombified people. They're kind of tuned out though, and they're a little bit almost innocuous if it weren't for the fact that like it's such a large group of people that that not giving a shit is eventually just a default position for the people who do give a shit to just take over and do what they want. But I'm much more scared of the people that are aware that it's moving in that direction and like it and appreciate it. Like the people who just like the idea that you can go online, drag up somebody's minute things from their past that used to be acceptable and just destroy them for it. Like, yeah. they, like I was just the thought police. Yeah, exactly. What I call it, what's insane to me is that it's coming from individuals. It's coming from people that are of status like ours. It's not coming top down. Like, I mean, maybe it's facilitated by like Zuckerberg's of the world and stuff. Like they obviously make it a little easier for them to get away with this, but boy, um, no, it's just chilling to realize it's your own neighbor. It's those are the people who want to see you. Do burn. you want to know what's really funny to watch about people like that is when something turns around and gets placed on them and you watch their reaction to it because they completely transform. Yeah. Um, you know, them people that are allotting behavior like that, you know, and, and destroying people's lives because of something they said that really made no sense at all. I, I mean, when it comes to like how many people get fired because they, they on, on social media or any type of listening apparatus, whether it's a podcast, VCAT, whatever, if they say the wrong thing, they can lose their job, their whole yeah. life gone because they, they, they said an idea, but you can look at YouTube videos and, and, and get sucked down a wormhole of watching some shit. That's just so whacked out. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. But yet, when somebody says something about race, or you know, the V word, V vax, oh, you know, yeah, stuff like that. that, people yeah, people get penalized. Yeah. Well, there shouldn't be certain things you can you can't talk about. Oh no, right? no, no, no! I know that's that's the issue. I'm saying that's where it's, it comes from. It's because just, how do you yeah. debate if you can't talk about something? Exactly, and like right now, you have the example of where well, you point towards the vax of um, well. Not as much the vax. Uh, the debate on that, I mean, um, I understand where they're trying to block certain levels of misinformation, but yeah, the, the debate should be available. And I think like more like the Wuhan uh, leak theory, which is starting to yeah. pan out to be more. But really, um, who cares, Tom? Who cares? Yeah. Who cares where it came from? This is like them dragging down the media about Kamala Harris going to the border. Do you think that she doesn't have access to information on what's really going on at the border? Oh, exactly. Like, why does she need to be there? Exactly. For the, yeah, yeah, really. But yeah. they're going to drag that on, drag that on, just like they did with all the things with Trump, with Russia. It's a circus, bro. Yeah. You know what I like to think the media is? You know, if you go back to the Coliseum when they created that for when they could have, you know, gladiators fighting animals and each other and everything else that was created as a distraction so that the slaves wouldn't get unruly it gave them a place where they could let out their energy 
the media, sports in our world, same thing. Yeah. It's where we can, you know, get distracted by, by something and not realize how much we're getting fucked. Yeah. Basically. No, I, that's actually, it's become like a derogatory term I've seen online. Yeah. The sports guy, because the politics guys, I appreciate it if they're actually like educating themselves and going out there. But half the time, they're like barely surpassed the level of... Um, uh, occasional Fox News slash CNN watcher. They, right. They've they've only dove in that deep, and then they'll still shit on the sports guy for just being right. caught up in his thing when this world's got problems. I mean, don't get me wrong, too. Yeah. I appreciate those professional athletes that dedicated oh, yeah. Yeah. themselves to doing something like that. That's that's immensely hard, and the dedication it takes to get there is just almost impossible, yeah. especially with the competition in the world. But when you got people like LeBron starting this political bullshit instead of just playing basketball. That's causing a problem for all sports. Yeah. You know, and it's causing it like I don't even want to watch basketball anymore. Yeah. I'm so in disarray about it. I, I kind of just don't. I used to love it. Yeah. I mean, I played sports. I was a jock growing up as a kid. That's all I did. Yeah. And now the only thing I really will watch is some baseball. And it has nothing to do with race or any of that. Because the first thing people say, oh, yeah, because you're racist. You don't want to watch basketball. That's nothing to do with that. I used to play basketball. I was the only white kid on the court. I didn't care. Yeah. It was all good. It's, it's just, just it's the constant hammering on. It's right. the constant. You got like, ESPN, yeah, ESPN, these, these Stephen A. Smith, these people who talk. They just shut up, man, and do sports, bro. Stop doing the politics. I just want to watch sports. Yeah, it's like if it really was like, uh, or it, it, it's it was used. Like you were saying, it's kind of like a distraction status. Even if it was just that, just let it be that. Like it doesn't right. need to be uh, a distraction slash propaganda. No. Just just distract us for a minute. You That's know? all we're asking. I, I mean, you ever go to a Red Sox game? Uh, yeah, long time ago. All yeah. right, like when you go in the stadium and you're sitting down there and you get the atmosphere of the people around you and the music going and mm -hmm. watching the game. I mean, to me, bro, there's nothing better. Yeah. I mean, that is just a wonderful feeling being there live. Now. Yeah, I enjoy going even though I don't enjoy watching it at home, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's a slow game. That's like watching golf. To mm -hmm. me, I can't, I can't do it. I've never I'll play it. <laughs> golf. I, I'll, I'll go play. I'm not that good. But it's fun to play. But watching it on TV, that's, I just can't do it. Yeah, I feel you. You know, but I mean, back to the main point, it's just, it's things like that in life that distract us so that we don't focus on a reality too much. Yeah. You know, I wish I could think like my mom. My mom sees everything good in the world, even though she doesn't like the place that this has become, you know, the United States, basically. Yeah. She still sees everything good in the world. And, and I'm having a hard time with that. The older I get, the more bullshit I see. And I hope it doesn't like ruin, you know, yeah. my, I don't know, not really my idea, but just basically my mindset on how to engage with the reality around me. Yeah. Because depending on where you are, I mean, I mean, like you got Tennessee, right? Yeah. July 1st, they're just opening up, open carry, no license, no nothing. That's going to be a different world for anybody in Tennessee at that point. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's going to be great. Well, I mean, I think kinda. That, there's I other think, states that are like I that. honestly think that that should be in every state. I think it should be a federal mandate that no state can do anything about it. Mm -hmm. I think you have the right to defend yourself. And criminals don't get legal guns. Yeah. Okay? That's a fact. And they're going to continue to have them. So if you don't have them, I think you also should be trained properly. Yeah. I think there's plenty of people that have guns that don't have the training that's properly. But yeah. most of them, obviously, are criminals. But I think the Switzerland model is one of the best for 
Uh, they, it's, it's mandatory. You own a gun and know how to use it. You're trained with it. Exactly. And, and you know, basically you have to be, you know, have mental illness or some other thing where you wouldn't get a right. gun. But other than that, you're expected to do it. They're like, look, listen, <laughs> we're not getting invaded here. So we're, no. we're going to, yeah, be, be smart. Everybody get ready. You know, I heard, a, I heard a crazy yeah. st- statistic the other day that they were talking about, um, the Chinese army and that they have the largest force basically because they have the most people. Um, they definitely have the, I think they have they the were, biggest Navy in the world now. But they were yeah. comparing it to how many people in the United States has guns. Yeah. And it's not even close. Oh, yeah, because it's three per citizen, I believe. And I think that's mostly the reason why you see so many of those politicians going after guns. Oh, and that's three per person that they know of because it's legal to produce right. your own firearms. So. Right. Yeah. Never mind all the ones that... And then add 3D anonymous. printing that just came into the game. Within the past five years, gun sales have like... I forget what the rate is, but it's like, it's ridiculous. Like you look at it on a scale. It's, it, it's since Obama and on, it's been more guns sold in right. this country than like ever. And uh, yeah, add 3D printing and all that shit in. Oh my God, this, this country, there's gotta be probably five to one guns. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, I, I just don't understand the rules. Like as far as, you know, like in my situation where I can't have a gun anymore. Yeah. I mean, do, do you really think that if I got legal guns, I'm going to go do something illegally with them? That's no. just stupidity. Like, I guess, like, statistically, there'd be an argument that of anyone in the population having already done some kind of armed robbery, you out of anybody, that'd be the person. But even then, no, I don't, I don't, I'm not agreeing with that. I'm playing devil's right, advocate. I, I, no, I don't agree with no, it either. I, I, I understand don't, what you're yeah. saying, but I didn't have legal guns then. I mean, of course. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You, you did it without gun, it. Yeah. it, it I think it's going to change your demeanor a little bit and how you operate outside society because you're going to be a little bit more, more protective. I want to keep it. Right. Yeah, you want to keep that legal that. gun. So right. you got to play by the rules. Exactly. Within a legal gun, you can exactly. get away with a lot more. I mean, yeah. I know. And you can never uh, yeah. stop the, the flow of that. Yeah. Like, so anybody who doesn't or or is not able to, like I am, like I'm at risk. Somebody could just come up to me with a gun and I'm defenseless. Yeah. Because I can't have one. Yeah, no, so if I do have one, I'm looking at going back to jail. Yeah, certain people I know, and especially it like bothers me when they take um they start going after like public figures and stuff and want to take right. their rights away to guns. I'm like, dude, like they have people after them and stuff. Yeah, like you're really like you're, you're attempting to kill somebody. It's it's insane. Yeah, it in is. this country. I mean I agree. Yeah, no, it's uh yeah, guns legalize them. I, I actually one thing I, I've really liked because like you said, Tennessee's making this move. A lot of places are moving to make their own decisions like i think in arkansas they made it a sanctuary state and they've been doing it with um illegal immigration which plenty of people don't agree with and you know what i i support uh the sanctuary states of you know bringing in um i'm saying i i support them making their own decision if that's something they want to do as much as i support arkansas doing that with their own decision i think every state should be going out of its way to do what they believe in and stop trying to work everything through the the federal like level like if you want guns in your state do everything you can to make them legal there and if you want right. to facilitate illegal immigration for whatever reason go ahead do it yeah, i just see, want i don't it. think immigration it affect the is other a states. fundamental state idea because yep. immigration comes through our border and i think our borders are controlled by the federal government yeah so it affects everybody but the same argument would go for guns too is that the guns can flood over that state's border and well i would argue that the government gives the guns but that's a whole nother story oh they, they definitely run guns into uh, uh other countries well, I don't know. I don't like to talk about the CIA, and, but mm-hmm. I've read some shit about them. And, yep. you know, this goes falls back to the Arkansas two people that I was talking about that has yeah. a uh, flood line of deaths underneath them. But 
you know, the, the drug dealing and if you think that our government doesn't make money from drugs and guns. Oh, absolutely. It does. I mean, they, they realized a long time ago that these people, these Colum- you know, the Colombians, the the other guys, they were making billions and billions of dollars and they want their cut out of it. So yeah. they're going to do it too. You know what I did uh, when I was in the military, right? No. That was my, uh, yeah, my, my uh, area of responsibility was South America. And uh, the two things we were focused on was human trafficking and drug trade. So cool. Yeah. I, uh, I thank you for your service. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I, 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 I honestly got to tell more. you that I wanted to go in the military yeah. when I was in high school. And I got to thank that recruiter, whoever he is, if you ever hear this, I appreciate you, bro. Um, he was honest with me. Um, I went in there. Uh, it was the Navy. Yeah. I told him, and I'm going to tell you, I was motivated by the movie Top Gun. <laughs> I wanted to be a fighter pilot. Oh, yeah. I mean, and that I, yeah. was my dream. And I told him that straight out. And he said, how's your eyesight? And I said, it's yeah. not good. He said, well, no. let me be straight with you. You will never fly. Yeah. He said, I said, even if I get it correct, he said, you will never fly. You No, there's no chance. You, you want to fly. You you literally, you started training for it in your freshman year of high school yeah. and you are physically perfect. Yeah. And also 5'10". Or yeah. five seven. He said everything else I was okay. He said, but your eyesight will never put you in a fighter jet. Yeah. He said those those guys have to have perfect vision. Yeah. There's no and I understand that because you don't want to be up there in a in a in a dog fight with somebody and your contact falls out. You know mm. what I'm saying? Or just I mean anything. Right. Which you know, which is funny. Because now that I, I this just clicked to me, they have specific glasses for flyers. Like you don't have, you need that to be a fighter pilot, so they'll never get it. But there's specific ones, flyers, because I was a flyer technically. My uh-huh. job um, had two sides to it, and one of them you would do from an aircraft. And uh, I never had that job, but technically, since in did the- you ever get to jump out of planes? No, never. Oh, no, they man. don't let anybody do that except the guys who do that. Oh, I always want to try that shit. <laughs> that shit fucks you up so bad. I mean, I you bet. can, yeah, that that fucks you, dude. I was just looking at the fucking the instructors. I'm like, how are they not fucked up? Like the fucking dudes who like take people all day. Yeah. Cause it's like the dudes who just, I don't know if there's a difference with like the, the recreational where it's like safer and less injury well, because you, it's practice. You but. figured there'd be more injury because it, when they take people to go skydiving, yeah. they're tied. They're together. So you're, you're, you're back to, you know, this guy's in front of you. You're right on behind him. Yeah. And you're going down on top, you know, on top of him and then you got to land. So he's got to take y'all weight too. Mm-hmm. If you don't know what you're doing. I don't know. It's crazy. But I can tell you, going yeah. back to the, the military thing, I was all in, bro. I yeah. was, like, ready to go all in and just give it my 100%. Mm-hmm. But when he said that, I said, thank you for your time. And I never looked back. Yeah. That was, it, it was strange. Because I mean, that would have changed my life's direction. Would big you, time. Yeah, when would you have been going in, too? I graduated in 89. So, yeah, you would have been right up. No, actually, no, you would have... I would have probably done my four years, right, from 80, 90 to You would have been in when 94. my dad was in, yeah. yeah. Which would have been like Black Hawk Down here, like all that yeah. stuff. Um, which, well, not one of the most ideal times to be in. Probably better than most. I was thinking it was going to be a little later. I was going to say you were about to be right in the shit, depending. Like if you had re-enlisted, you'd be right in the shit. Um, yeah, by then I would have been a seasoned yeah. vet. You yeah, know? exactly. You would have been in him for a while. So you were right before all that. I, I got to be honest, though. I wish I did. Yeah. It, it would have changed my life. I would have got to see the world at a young age. 
Yeah. Um, I think there's a lot of aspects in the military that are good for people. Mm-hmm. And I the only thing that I dislike about the military is the way they break you down into following orders without even questioning them. Mm. That's one of my only, the only negativities I see. But I get why they do it because they need to have control. Um, they, yeah, and they do teach you a little bit to have, uh, like, they're like, you're not supposed to be in all of rank. You know when something is going wrong. Right. But it, honestly, it, it seems to be used as more of a fail-safe. It seems like there's less options to, I don't know about, maybe in, like, direct combat issues, like, you'd know a little better. But from my experience, just working around, I worked with a lot of higher-ups. Yeah. There's not a lot of room to criticize a general or a colonel or no, all that. No. Like, there's not. I've, I have had my days. I've been right against rank. But boy, boy, do you definitely need somebody who's in between your ranks to right. negotiate for you. Yeah, <laughs> I understand that. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah, actually, I, yeah, I was right about one thing. And then the next guy who came in and replaced him, I remember he came up to me and he's reading everybody's names. And then he reads my name and he goes, I've heard of you. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, uh, um, yeah, I don't know. Can we take a quick break? Yeah, absolutely. Hey, we're going to take a quick break here. Uh, we'll be back. Okay, we're back. Uh, yeah, so I mean, yeah, it could have gone a lot different. I don't know. That's a, it's a career. I, I personally, I, I think I got a lot out of my time in. Um, I don't really recommend it to people. <laughs> like, I, I don't know, because like, like when I was getting, I think at it depends it on in, the person. It does. I'm more so. I'm against the way our military is operating right now, and basically, you're just dealing with some degree of being okay with that. So. There's a lot of people who can go in and there's... I don't think that's yeah. all of the military, though. I think there's a lot of good patriots in the military that aren't dealing with that. Oh, like, no, there's plenty of good people. Like, I mean, I'm not... Uh, I think the privatized mercenary military is the problem in this country, <laughs> in the world. Um, yeah. yeah, privatized military uh, can be an issue when it's being wielded by a government in the way that it is. I don't necessarily have a problem with privatized militaries if they were being used... Like, I, I man, more I stand towards privatization in most sectors... But uh, yeah, I, I mean, I understand yeah. defending companies and corporations and people and that kind of work is one thing. Yeah. But I think some of the private militaries used for a whole nother thing. Yes, it's used to do things that we couldn't get away with with our own military is the issue. Exactly, because our military it basically is an extension of our military, and our military should not have the option to function that way. You're more correct. You're right. Most of the people who are in the military aren't the ones doing these things, but they're. Uh, facilitating efforts done by groups that are just being paid straight out of pocket. Right. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of, there's been a big transition in the military toward information networking Mm. um, where a lot of the big high-end companies, privatized companies are just yielding the information that the NSA gets on everyone in the world. And I don't think they should have access to that. Yeah. And, uh, you remember uh, what's his name there? Um, he's in Russia now. Snowden. Snowden. Yep. Snowden pretty much exposed that. Mm-hmm. He showed how they put a nexus in the line, and pretty much now these people, these private companies, are getting the same information the NSA was getting. Yes. And that's insane. They're getting it first. They're sending it to the right. NSA. Yeah. No, fucking uh, that guy Magnus Panvidia. I don't. I, I like what he refers to them as. Is he refers to them as the Department of Facebook, the Department of Google, because they are essentially extensions of the government. They're not like very powerful. That's that's one of the things I've seen being used. Um, you know, they're using it very uh, facetiously. The uh, the um, 
oh, it's a private company. Twitter can do what it wants because that's more so the conservative right wing right. argument. But the thing is, these are not like I like I was saying, I think I said it off the air under true capitalism, which has never been tried. Yes, I'm that guy for the opposite side. All, all those annoying lefties that say socialism's never been tried. I'm the capitalist version. It's gross. Anyway, um, I, I always say that billionaires would not be able to exist under true capitalism because of Comp- competition. It, yeah, if you if there was true competition, but right. you don't have it. Instead, you have these things that are essentially almost like government extensions picked winners that have leveled the playing field so egregiously that you can't win. Like now there's right. the shop, Amazon, the public square, Facebook, the uh, cringier public square, Twitter. The, um, right, but they're all, yeah. in, they're all in cahoots together. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're banned from one, you're banned from all. Oh, well, no, I act like it's but a the little discoordinated. I don't like to look but, at it as a, a, yeah. as a right or left thing because some it's people not. attribute somebody's idea to be a right or conservative aspect. And I, to be honest with you, I hate political parties. I think they should be all disbanded Yeah, because they do nothing but divide. Um, in the way and, they're used now in the duopoly. Right. Yeah, exactly. But like, we need either, we need more. Uh, I'd say we need more would be the thing. More, a bunch of smaller ones, like actual displacement. It shouldn't just be two split groups. But they should have a legit shot. You know what I mean? Exactly. And, and they can't the way everything's set up because, I mean, well, we you're either left or this. right now and yeah. the, all the money gets funneled. I think all them contributions from corporations should be eliminated. Oh, yeah. Corporate welfare that's, out. That's just craziness. Because, like, how do you compete with somebody when they got, like, $100 million coming into their campaign from, you know, these rich zillionaires? From, from How do you compete with that? Yeah. And, and then additionally, you, it's like... So you have a company that has done everything right, has been successful. They've spent less money investing in themselves, say, to keep their books better budgeted. They don't go under during a recession. They do fine. They get no bailout. Some company that spent more money, put more money in and is in a larger amount of debt, can't pay their bills back, but still has the infrastructure, then gets bailed out, gets to keep everything they already had and plus whatever billion Trillion, probably not trillion, but millions dollar package and they got. And then make the money on the stock market on the rebound. Yes. <laughs> it's so hilarious, so it's, it's what I'm saying is I, I'm not worried about private companies. If private companies only competition was other private companies, I, I, I think right. it would work. But when you have the ability to come in and pick who's going or or just facilitate winners, just 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 have buddies and do things like that. Or even even to the point with like um all right, so our, our our farming industry is like like I mean I think what a fifth of the farmland, I think more I think a third of the farmland is owned just by Bill Gates. Um, well, you know I heard what I'm trying to think of where I heard it from, but I, I'm pretty sure this is solid information that I heard China's bought up a lot of the farmland in this country. Oh yeah, yeah they got they got a decent amount of it. Yep, and they're doing it to to pretty much raise the price of goods. Because I think we're going to have a big problem coming up in the next three years, I'd say. During this process, you're going to see the cost of goods just go through the roof. And I think we're going to be in a recession at one point that we've never seen before. We're already starting to see it. I mean, I don't know if you've noticed, like, just with the food, like, the, the size of products are shrinking. Oh. Candy bars went up a dollar. So a whole in the dollar. restaurant industry. So yeah. I'm seeing the prices of goods come in. Like, you want to take, like, lobster. It's like four times the normal cost. Mm-hmm. People are complaining when you raise your lobster roll a couple of dollars on the menu. They have no concept of what it's costing to come in the door nowadays. Mm. I mean, that kind of thing is going to happen across the board. And when that does, 
you're not going to be making any more money per hour at your job. Yeah. So what's going to happen then? Yeah. People going to lose their houses, man. I know. I find it so funny that like the, the day the $15 minimum wage shows up, it's not going to be worth jack shit. <laughs> it's like. What's the dollar going to actually be worth, man? Yeah. Seriously. That's why I've been trying to get. Doesn't Biden have like another on. $6 trillion payment? plan that he's going to do yeah which would well, bring us up to 29 and i think they oh, said i think the we'll global, be over 30 at that point won't we i mean like 27 I, mean, close. I said 29 i mean yeah it's uh yeah it might be there the last time i checked was 23 i wouldn't be surprised if we're at 27 it's like that's insane yeah like you don't come back from that I, i'm sorry like our well, main bank i think is already defunct yeah. so what are we going to do we're going to go to gold we're going to go to bartering system Oh, we're just going to keep printing money and say it's worth some crypto. <laughs> Stick uh, with that. You I know, think it, I think it's worse than gold. Gold definitely will do. Okay I'm sorry, too. but the, the crypto, if it's controlled by the government, it's going to be the worst thing ever. Well, that's why it's decentralized. It's to avoid that. It's specifically built to avoid having one governing body. I mean, now, now here, what you're getting into the issue of the most of the mining pools, more than 50% is controlled by China. So I, I, I well, I, I yeah. mean, look at Bitcoin. It was, it was, it was formed behind the Chinese barrier, right? Um, I mean, the, the, well, maybe. I used to call it, it the barrier, but it's a firewall. Like, I tried to invest in Bitcoin back when it was like point zero 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 four five because I was always an internet then. <laughs> and I couldn't find a broker in this country to do it because they didn't want to take a chance because it was behind the Chinese firewall. Yeah, you had to go through like Malta or China or something. Right, yep. and they didn't trust anything, so I couldn't do it. So then I just forgot about it and like, yeah, I'd be worth $100 billion today if I did that, but... <laughs> What are you going to do? I, yeah. I mean. Yeah, there's always that. Um, it's, I mean, really, the way I see it is that this does support not government specifically, but multinational corporations that are in bed with world governments all over the place. Right. So I think while it benefits them, they always seem to win. So I'm just investing in the inevitable. Mm. Like, I, I, I see this working for, like, the joke used to be it works for criminals, right? Well, the government's full of criminals, so eventually they'd get their hands on it. <laughs> right. Like the dark web supposedly was the free space that the government couldn't catch you doing anything in, right? Yeah. Not today. I now, mean, it, you make you an illegal purchase away. with Bitcoin, they're going to find you. Yeah. Oh, no, absolutely. That's, what, that's what the recent drop in the Bitcoin price is a result of because many of the criminal enterprises that were using Bitcoin have been getting busted. Well, they've been using, uh, they've, been, they've been on Monero for, I mean, this is like, this has been going on for almost a decade now. Like they, they, they've been using Monero, which is an actual private coin. I know I, I just saw like two days ago, they say criminals are switching over to a new currency called Monero. And I'm just like, Monero has been around for it seven years been around for a while yeah, yeah. or longer, probably. So I just, I just see it all as newsflash. I more so think it's Elon's manipulation in this most recent dip. And then additionally, if you look at the price fluctuation and stuff, it's still absolutely on track with the same thing it did in 2017. Mm. So I, I still see it more as the predictable math. And with that thing I spoke to about China owning so much, the thing is, the best they could do is they could cause a massive price crash for a very short amount of time. Like, or not a short amount of time. It could be two years they could cause a price crash for. But the decentralized nature of it, no government can shut it down unless they shut down the internet. Well, and here's my thing, coming. right? Yeah. How can they force us to pay? Uh, pay what? Everything we owe them. Uh, oh, like the rest of the world and us owing almost the entire world's debt at this point because it's, well, no, it's about no. 32 we, trillion. I think China has a huge amount of money in our country. 
Yeah. And we owe them a lot of money. Yes, they whether owe. it's whether it's in land, business, you name it. Yeah. Now, for me, it's it, it boggles my mind why we do any business at all with that country for what they do to their citizens and what they do to other people yeah. and how they run their country. I, I just it, it boggles my mind. So we but, got sold out, man. <laughs> well, it's just big corporate just doesn't care about morality. No, they don't. So, I mean, that place is run by a tyrant, and it always has been. Well, yeah. not always, but this is saying I like back, it's near memory. <laughs> I mean, they yeah. have places that are willingly locking up people until they're ready to sell their organs on a black market. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm sorry, but why are we doing business with places that have children working for 20 cents an hour? Yeah. I got to give Jared the caveat. Um, I got a, I got a buddy who listens to this. These are unreliable sources. We don't have these things confirmed yet. There's a lot of propaganda against an, a rising nation. But uh, yeah, no, I don't know. I, I've seen the videos of the camps and I can only imagine what else they're doing. <laughs> Listen, man, there's been people that have been there and they've come back and, and they have exposed this. This is yeah. not conspiracy at this point. Yeah. I, 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 we willingly I engage in business with a country ideas. that's basically a piece of shit. Yeah. No, yeah. We make a shit ton of money off them. Yeah. I mean, he'd be hitting us with the argument for like the devil's advocate side. It's just like, you know, they've brought more people out of poverty than anything. They like, you know what I would tell this person? Why don't you go to China? Yeah. Or more so I'd like him to go to North Korea. He's a, he's a stand for them too. And, uh, I, uh, well, you know, (laughs) North Korea, they, (laughs) what's that? Kim Jong Un. Yeah. Un. Yep. And, uh, he yeah he he runs his country like a tyrant. Yep. Was that your phone? Yeah. Oh, one sec. We'll be right back. Boy, those guys must have been on acid. <laughs> we were just talking about uh, that's a good lead back in. We were talking about the uh, mighty Bush, old Greg. We uh, we had a what was that cigarette break? What, what was, I don't yeah. even know what break we took there. Yeah. yeah. Just went to go do something and uh, yeah, it's oh, cell phone came up. That's what. That's Got a call. Yeah. And then that led to a cigarette break, more conversation. You're really like the whole show outside of the show could be a show. You guys got to know this. We're losing content every time we don't hit record. <laughs> I know. But um, ah, it happens every episode, dude. It's freaking. I don't know. But anyway, uh, yeah. So we're back talking a little bit about old Craig. Uh, Bunt bunch of different things talking about just cigarettes in general man we're talking vaping you're saying you get out after eight years and these motherfuckers get back in your life uh yeah Yeah. Uh, it's stupidest thing ever yeah i mean i was smoke free felt good could breathe again could hold my breath again for a long time yeah like when i was young i used to swoon a lot and i could hold my breath for a couple of minutes no problem now checked jesus i probably would be gasping at like 15 20 seconds to be honest with you that's yeah. how much my lungs have been fucked up from smoking no oh, i know my buddy just went out like i was saying my buddy went off uh, scalloping or whatever that motherfucker is not gonna make it if he goes overboard he's been smoking way too much <laughs> dude it's crazy man i, I mean <laughs> and you think about the companies that had this that the big lawsuits that happened what was that in the late 70s early 80s or something yeah do, do you know that they still pay states millions of dollars out of that? Like just uh, just paying and, off, how, like uh, insh- it's a, it's it? a lawsuit Suit? that yeah. was set for like fifty years, and they just advance. pay the state. They don't pay individuals back. This just goes into nope, infrastructure, it goes in or the politicians' something. pockets. Exactly. Yeah, but it's like it's like hundreds of millions of dollars a year they pay, mm-hmm. like American brands. You know, it's 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 nuts. 
I know. I've and actually, then there's talk they're going to get rid of all menthols, but I just don't see that happening. I, I just don't see it. There's just too much money being made by it. And when that happens, rules are bent. Yeah. I'm wondering what the, uh, well, two things. So you, you're a menthol smoker. That's that's where that just came from. Uh, the studies that say it's worse. Have you looked into these? Is it worse because it's easier to smoke because that's what the menthol provides is a, like a cooling on your throat? Well, so you let's just more, let's or? just go back to the Marlboro man, right? Yeah. He never smoked menthols. He, got, he yeah. ended up with emphysema. So is there really a difference? Not really. I just I saw a study recently that said it's like three times more likely to cause cancer. And is it the menthol aspect the whole or is menthol it smoking more? The aspect of the thing is they say that it's more attracted to young people. Okay. The flavor, like like with the vapes, the flavors of the vapes and stuff. I think it's all bullshit because the chemicals are in the tobacco itself. It isn't the menthol part of it. Uh, They they've went into science years ago and 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 put agents like chemical agents into the tobacco that makes you want to smoke. Yeah, absolutely. It's a lot more than. And you know how I was telling you when I quit, I can't sleep. Yeah, that's probably a direct result to some of those chemicals. Absolutely, a hundred percent. No, it's no, I know that's that's and that's more why I keep trying to push people towards the vaping side is well, uh, it's just you, you have I'd rather vape than smoke. It's almost like like looking at like a you don't uh, got the tobacco smell on you, you know, you don't have to worry about ashes everywhere, burning burning shit, yeah, exactly. It, but it's the uh, yeah, well, the burning shit's like the, the whole issue. And the lack of chemicals is a thing. There's like a thousand chemicals in that. This, uh, of Jewel Pod's ingredients list looks like fucking a vegan food item. There's yeah, like four yeah, things. Yeah. It's like medical grade vegetable glycerin. There's some companies too that thing. talk yeah. that they're all organic and all that shit too. So, I mean, definitely better. Because if they gave you an actual content list of what's in a, a, a cigarette, yeah, I think we would not not smoke. And, and the studies, I mean, the only thing that's in here is nicotine that's really the cigarettes. Everything else is, you can just check the studies for inhalers because they're already in inhalers. Now, of course, nobody's using their inhaler as often as this, but I also don't see a high number of lifelong inhaler users developing emphysema. So, no. Yeah. So, I would assume, and from what I've seen in the studies, the uh, like the, I was just telling you about how the UK has done a few more studies than us. If you look at the side-by-side thing, they show a smoker's lungs, a non-smoker's lungs, and a vape, uh, person who's vaping lung looks just like the non-smoker lung, like the base, mm-hmm. not smoking anything. The lungs are repairing at the same rate that a vapor does. But the smoke, it takes like three <laughs> times as long. Supposedly, there's some gummies out there that, uh, what is it, the shock? What, are the, what do they call that show there that you go shark on? Shark Tank? Yeah, Shark yeah. Tank. So somebody went on there with like this gummies that set up this, I don't, I don't know what's in them, but it's supposed to be all natural and it's a way to repair your lungs from smoking. Because they say when you quit smoking, it takes seven years for your lungs to get back to where they are, Yeah. right? This is supposed to do it in like a fraction of that time. I don't know if it's It's a sales pitch, but those billionaire sharks bought into it. So I don't know. And it's it's all over Facebook. You talk Now that we talked about it, you're going to see some ads on your Facebook about it. Well, they probably know if I'm a smoker or not at this point. But if I was a smoker, I'd guarantee you it would come up. Like if you're having this conversation in front of Brit. 100%. 100%. Got another call? Need to nah, take it? I don't worry about it. Okay. I'll call right. her back. It's mom. Okay. It's all good. Uh, all right. So, uh, I don't know. What else can we get into here? Well, we kind of got off onto a tangent of things. Let me see, actually, if I had any more things in my notes real quick. Yeah, no problem. Uh, where did I have? Oh. One thing I, one thing I didn't ask on uh, the, the previous thing that started this conversation. Yeah. How much was it? All things considered. Roughly, yeah. Rough estimate. <laughs> um, I don't know if I can say. 
Yeah, I got you. All right. <laughs> yeah, we'll leave it at that. Yeah. I can tell you that it wasn't what they said it was. Could have been less, could have been more. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll leave it at that. But still wasn't worth it. <laughs> yeah. Not not enough to be worth it. That's no, it, folks. No. <laughs> Oh man, it, it's a uh, it's a foolish endeavor unless you're making millions. Yeah. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, man, and you know that's just the one thing that sucks is like you said, you never mentioned it to anybody except the one person. But don't you just oh, fucking want to talk about it before that? Like, isn't that the main thing you want to fucking that, do? I I, I got to tell you that I it was going out of my mind. Just wanted to say it. having that in my head, and nobody else knowing. Yeah, exactly. Because like nobody knew, dude. That's uh, one of the things that the prosecutor was saying. Was that this man is dangerous? Everybody who knew him would say that he would never do something like this. A private man, the most dangerous man in America. <laughs> well, I wouldn't go that far, but no, I, like, I would definitely not. That's like, what I'm saying. I just knew that I couldn't tell anybody that because either one, they wouldn't believe me, and then I would have like freaked out. And two, like, how is that a fucking thing of danger? Just not mentioning. Hey, you know, it's like coming up to somebody hanging out, having a few beers and saying, hey, you know what I did the other day? I robbed a couple of banks. They look at you like, yeah, okay, man, you better slow down on the drinking. Yeah, nobody believes it. No. Yeah, exactly. So what would be the point saying it? I don't, I've had things like, like there's several things that have gone in my life that are larger than life and people just don't believe me. And I, I don't even bother telling those stories anymore. I'm like, yeah, fuck it. Most people aren't going to, the ones who do know from some kind of firsthand experience of right. from telling the truth. But like, yeah, I got some larger than life stories that people are just never going to believe. So why bother trying to I make mean, them? Uh, you know, I, I, I don't think a lot of people could do that because they have, you know, reservations about going in there the way I did. Yeah. You know, just uh, reservations about the way the world works. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, listen, um, they could have had bad things happen if it was bad timing. Do you know what I'm saying? What if there yeah. was a cop in there? Yeah. Are you saying other people attempting to do what you're doing or today? Or people doing what you're doing or did most of the banks today have a cop in there. They have security. Yeah. Is he like no clothes? Years ago, they didn't used to have that. Is it like a security, like basic security or like a no? No, like there's usually an officer that they pay to be there all day, especially on like Thursday, Friday, Saturdays, the big days. Do you know if it's a private guy or is this like something our police are acting? No, they they look like New Bedford cops in this area. Okay. But like, I mean, doing something like that and you go in there and you're armed, I mean. It becomes a situation. It becomes a situation. Yeah. And Somebody's getting hurt, yeah. Right. Whether it be the person perpetrating or exactly. other people, yeah, it it raises you know it to mean? that level. Even if you don't have the idea of violence, I, I mean, like you see all the shit in the movies about that. None of that's reality, of course not. It's Hell, not. like half this, like I think it was. Uh, I think if you follow all the instructions in Breaking Bad, you end up getting really hurt. Like they just put in yeah. false information on how they to do, do shit. Well, they do. It's more, yeah. you know, they try to be creative to make the movie fun, but. Yeah. It's not really based on reality. Like all in prison shows, that shit ain't based on reality. Absolutely not, yeah. You know, when I came out, I remember the big show was on was Prison Break, and everybody's watching that. I'm like, yeah, I don't really want to watch that. I'm like, why? It's the best series on TV. And I'm like, yeah, not for me. Not for me. <laughs> it's a bunch of bullshit, number one. I mean, that's not how the system works. Yeah. Military movies get like that after you've been in. Right. And it's it, just it's like, like when you have firsthand experience on something, and then you watch it. What they're trying to do on TV, and the the person writing that shit is definitely not a criminal. So, yeah. you know, he's just using whatever he can get his mind on. You know, it, it makes good TV, but it's not reality. Yeah, 
reality is a lot less uh, flashy of a story. It's yes. uh, it's pretty straightforward how you've made it sound. It's, it uh, is pretty straightforward. In and out and uh, don't talk. That's it. It's just, uh, yeah. yeah. Die pack's pretty cool. Die packs, yeah. Yeah, I got one on the first one. You did? It didn't work. It didn't work, yeah. Not right away. You got it out of the car or whatever? or got I took it after and uh, I took it to... You have to like, it's weird, man. It's like a, just picture like a bunch of like bills, right? Whether it's 50s, 10s, 20s, whatever. It's in the middle of it. It's like fake hollow. Right? The first couple bills are of a hole. And, and then after yeah. that, the whole inside middle of it's cut out. Like like the Bible thing with the pistol looking. Yep, yeah. They have, it's like a silver square box with two like ink packs on the right and left of it. And... I was under the understanding that as soon as you walked out, it was it was a distance thing that it would go off. Mm-hmm. But I guess it's an actually thing where you got to like smack it or bend it or, or like hit it. And then it sets an internal timer on it and that'll go off. Mm-hmm. Basically, when you're in the car and you're on your way out. And if it's there with all the rest of the money, it, it just burns the money up and it makes yeah. it unusable is it uh because i've seen two different kinds like i see i see in the movies they use a lot of like an ink splatter pack is it the powder shit it's it's like a um because uh, i've seen like a, a powdery mist go off kinda. Is kind of, yes it's yeah. like a it's like a burning powdery it's like a flare yeah it's basically like a flare that goes off with an ink mace yeah like it'll it burns it, oh yes. yeah 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 it's like yeah because yeah. i uh to, to talk about this movie too much on this fucking show but uh get uh good time you ever seen that movie good time good time it's fucking good dude go home and watch that shit tonight have you seen uncut gems yes it's the movie they made right before it and i personally i probably have seen it it's with it's robert pa- it's it's uncut gems remove adam sandler replace with um robert pattinson Robert Pattinson, and instead of it being like like there's a constant like how he has his way out on on uncut gems, it's constantly like how he keeps making his own problems. So it's like it's like a guy constantly is being presented these ways out, and he just doubles down and makes it worse and worse. <laughs> this is the opposite. This is one bad decision and constantly trying to put band aids on a dam. Just it oh, starts with the bank robbery, and it's just constantly trying to make it fucking. Yeah, yeah. But they had those die packs in there, and his brother is freaking out, getting the shit in his eyes. Yeah, and he's throwing that, up and I kinda, shit. I kind of threatened them to, about the die packs. Yeah. Then I just checked real quick because you could just go and just see if they're yeah. there. You know. Yeah. Once you know, you know. Yeah. Okay. Did you not know the first time or not expect it? Or? Didn't expect it. Yeah. Had you heard about them though at all? I did, but I never saw them. Yeah. So you didn't know what to so look I for. So I didn't know what to look for. And that wasn't really in the movies at the time. See, now there's like four little circles on the corners that hold like a little rivet that holds the, the bills together. So you can, yeah, you yeah. can spot it. You can spot it quickly. Well, good info on anyone out there who wants to uh, <laughs> don't fuck do up your life. <laughs> yeah, just don't fuck up your life. Yeah, don't do it. Ain't worth it. Ain't worth it. Well, I think that's a good place to end on. Uh, interesting thing, man, really. Yeah. It, it's wild to you hear. Know, it was crazy when I was in yeah. inside. I, I was around a lot of people from Charlestown, Boston. Yeah. And uh, there's a ton of them out there. Yeah, so they really there is some truth to that because I've heard that was mostly bullshit that uh, based off that Prince of Thieves book or whatever. But the mm-hmm. whole uh, the town kind of shit. Yeah, they really the town, were some. There's really a lot of them there. That so it's they just were individuals. That. They were going after armored trucks. Yeah, but was this all separate guys though? There was no like gang like or like crew or whatever. It was it was mostly just randomly sparse together. 
Nah, they were all together in like a crew. So it was a little bit like it. It yeah. was kind of yeah. That that movie's probably more realistic than you think. Really cool. I yeah. All right. Yeah. I heard. I, yeah, I heard it was like taken from a bunch of different things. But uh, all right. Yeah. Little hint. Check maybe. Check it the, out. Yeah. Uh, the problem with the uh, crews that were up there, they were all on uh, pharmaceuticals. Yeah, they're all hopped up. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's not gonna last like that. No. And just more than one person. Like, I think your way is the only way to do it. If you were going to, you got to keep it to yourself. Like, I don't know how you can, like, a secret is, you know, a secret's much it'll, easier it'll to keep it between one soul. person. That, that too. Yeah, that's the thing is, I know I could, that's, that's actually more my reason I know I can never do it is within that first, that, yeah, that burn of your soul right away. I would never make it through that. I would be wanting to tell people right away. Yeah, that, and like, you're always looking over your shoulder, you, you know. Exactly. Like that guy comes to your house, like that day. Stress. Like, think of that interaction that, like, when he came to your house that first yeah. time. Every, there was probably, and this was so after the fact that. that I wasn't even thinking that. Yeah. I had no idea. Exactly. But I'm saying, like, every interaction, you're always like, is this it? Like you probably yeah. had like 20 times before that, that it was like, is this the moment? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. And you know, it once it's there, but yeah, on the way there, it's no, like my family was living in that spot, like on my father's side for a long time. And then the whole place was watching me with like 12 cruises getting taken out and like, it was fucking nuts. Yeah. Not ideal. Nope. Well, you're out now. You're living your life. Live and learn, brother. Yeah, man. Every day. One step at a time. Yeah. No more mistakes. Hey, shit, right? <laughs> or no, well, none of those mistakes. <laughs> that happened, what, in 98? So, yeah. That was Dude, I was fucking, you know what I was doing? Three years ago, right? I was fucking just trying out kindergarten. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I'm uh, fucking old, so I'm going to be 50, right? Yeah. I mean, fucking, it's better than it could have. I mean, you know, you fu- actually. What would that be? So if you got the full, that would have been 12. No, that wouldn't have been as long. What would you say? 18 actually was the highest at one point? the minimum of mass time robbery. So yeah, so you got 10 off that. So what would that be? 10? So I would would have just go up 20 and minus two, right? So that would have been 2018, 2016. I would have got out. Shit. So you would have just been getting out at the beginning of the Trump election. Holy shit. (laughs) Wow. That's crazy to think about. Like how much more? That long, I I would have been lost. I mean, you probably really appreciated that 10 years that you had. I mean, uh, like not like taking it into account you know the the 10 years that you spent from the, the, the first 10 years about out, it, I mean. man was yeah. the time that i was away from my son yeah absolutely and it caused uh how old was he at he was like three or four yeah and like when i came out there was this disconnect between me and his mom and and you know him and now I, as a result we're just not close yeah and it's a shame and i blame myself for it because of that but you know, that's the worst aspect of it all is that now I don't really have a good relationship with my son based on the history of that. Yeah. I mean, there's got to be, well, I mean, it's going to be hard to do. I mean, he's probably still pretty young, right? I'm assuming. He's 25. Oh, so it's like, all right, so almost my age. But, um, yeah, I mean, but I'm saying there's got to be like, I mean, I'm glad, I'm glad for his mom that she raised him well. Yeah. And he's taken care of and he's doing good. But I'm sad that our relationship strained is strained because of that history yeah you know and it's like when we see each other we're cool but yeah you just didn't get those moments before no yeah i didn't get those moments of growing up with him and and yeah and uh, you build in kind of more as a friend later on i can't go back and fix that you know what i'm saying yeah no that's that's really tough but i mean this is i mean just put i'm saying put it into the perspective before you had a kid that you did all this stuff right or before like right this was like no this was after no 
he came out of a long distance relationship okay. and uh like I wasn't with the girl after she had him. Oh, okay. we were in contact, but they lived like an hour away. Okay. So my lifestyle kind of got messed up. Yeah. Like from the get go. And that eight years just put me even further. Yeah. So by the time I got out, he was, you know, 12. Yeah, exactly. And like, he didn't even know who I was. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was changing his diapers here and there when I had him on the weekends, but. Yeah. He's not going to remember that. No. So. Yeah. That's, that's tough. I'm, I'm, I'm saying though, I mean, as he gets older, he's, I mean, it's going to give me some understanding. I mean, you weren't there, but. I mean, you. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm hoping that as yeah. he gets older, maybe we'll reconnect in some kind of way. I mean, it, it's not like I can text him now. We text, but yeah. like I haven't seen him in a long time. You know what I mean? And it kind of sucks. Yeah, but I mean, you know, I, you're I, saying in a lot. You see him now, though, right? Often? No, no. Oh, I don't. Oh, all right. I thought that was the case. Sorry. I think the last time I seen him was like six months ago. I mean, we talk. Was we, this something text. today? I thought no. What was today? That's that's my ex's kid, not mine. Oh, okay. Oh, that's something separate. All yeah. right, sorry. I, I no, it's okay. Yeah, I was going off. I was going off when I was told that. <laughs> so I, I, I didn't understand. Yeah, it's it's different situation. Okay, it's not really my blood. All but, right, you know. Yeah, just uh, all right. I didn't know much about the situation. <laughs> I'm I, sorry. Yeah, no, I got you. Um, yeah, no, nah, man. I mean, yeah, that's. I mean, that's what life is. It's a, it's yeah. a bunch of choices and a bunch of consequences that come from them. That's it. And, mm-hmm. You know, and uh, good or bad, they shape you. Yeah. You know, and it's how you choose to move forward is what defines you. Yeah. I, think. I, I mean, you'd be a totally different person without that experience. And uh, I would. I, I mean, like you're saying, you know, maybe you join the military, you'd be a totally different person. But who knows what kind of person you'd be? Like, yeah. I personally, like, I don't see, like, while I like I say, I don't recommend people join the military now just because of the way I look at it. I still think I had a hugely beneficial experience in what I learned while I was in there. And it, it definitely shaped me to be the person. So even like through these negative things, you can see where they've given you opportunities to be a better person in the long Absolutely. run. Absolutely. Negative, negative situations that happen as a consequence from your actions shape you in ways that are beneficial to the future of yourself, yeah. I think. Um, it choose, it, it's your choice what you want to do after that. You know, there's a ton of people, and I'm going to say this to anybody listening who knows anybody in prison. There's people in prison that believe that that is their lifestyle, mm. all right? And they believe that whether it's the government, their family, their location, whatever, the gangs, whatever, they believe that that's their lifestyle and prison is a part of it. And I'm sorry, that that way of thinking is just insane. Yeah. Because... I don't care where you come from. I don't care what you've done. I don't care if you come out with nothing. If you are motivated to do the right thing and make something out of yourself, this country offers you that freedom. That is where the true freedom is in this country. It isn't about freedom to talk, freedom to go here, that, that. It's 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 freedom of of access to opportunities regardless of what you've done. Yeah, I was making... A hundred grand after prison, mm-hmm. working for a corporate company. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's it's possible. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, totally different. You're but working your ass off for that money, though. I know what I, you're doing. I don't care, though. Yeah. I'm happy. I'm less stressed. 
I'm in a place where I, I, you know, I'm stress will kill you, dude. Yeah. You know, I watched my boss. Well, I didn't watch him, but he shot himself, man. Yeah. He killed himself. In that job? From the stress of a corporation. Yeah. Your your side of it sounded stressful. I couldn't imagine the guy in charge of you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that kind of woke me up to the reality of what I was putting myself through. And I'm like, yeah, you were making a hundred grand, but you were working hours. Hours, dude. Like, phone never shut off. It was crazy. Yeah, this isn't some uh, corner office uh, typing on the computer. It's not like what you see on TV. Right, right. It's, it's, they push you for numbers. Corporate, big corporate pushes you for numbers, man. They want, I don't care what you do this week, they want more next week. Mm -hmm. And it never ends. And And the more strands of your life, get delivered to that company in this meantime they don't care yeah. and they'll push you to the limit until you break mm-hmm. and you know i i decided that you'd rather they, get out they, before you they break. were breaking me yeah so i'm like and i'm not gonna go because like i know what happens to myself if i get to a position where i just don't give a fuck anymore yeah i've, I've been through it before yeah. you know so i'm like i had to get a grasp on on reality for myself again before i got myself into a place where not giving a fuck. Not giving a fuck. <laughs> you know, I, I I gotta give a fuck. Yeah, you have to. Well, I guess that's the that's the best <laughs> advice I could leave off and try to give a fuck, people. Try it's to gonna help you out. Because <laughs> when you go through life without giving a fuck, shit gets wild. Shit gets wild. <laughs> yeah, that's basically. Uh, you know. All right. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed the show this week. That's it for trash talks. Y'all have a good night. Peace. Or actually, anything you want to close on? You got anything to throw out there? Anything to plug? Uh, All right. Just give me the option. That's it. Good night.